Welcome to the Toronto Livings Podcast, a conversation about all things Toronto with a focus on real estate, the culture, and of course, the food. I'm Mark Savell. And I'm Joey Virgil. And we're realtors with Sage Real Estate working together as a Toronto Livings team with a focus on helping you buy better, sell higher, and of course, having a little bit of fun along the way. All righty, Joey. Okay, Mr. Mark. Episode six. Episode six. We're no further along with the uh, audio-visual <laughs> quality. This is another video uh, podcast. Yes. Um, took us a while to get this format, and so we're still figuring it out. So be light on us, right? Just yeah. Apologies if it's not crisp, but we'll get it there. <laughs> this is a new program. We're doing new methods here. New room. New room. Better sound, I think, though. Yeah, the yeah. sound will be much better. Okay. That's 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 what I'd like to hear. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling okay. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm hanging in there. I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched the uh, Australian Grand Prix last night. Yes. One a.m. Toronto time start. So one a.m. to to how long? How long was that? Uh, it was supposed to be done by about three ish, maybe quarter to three. Yeah. And it went until like quarter to four. Yeah. Okay. Ferrari. Okay. Had a bad weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, tell me about. What, tell me what happened. Uh, oh gosh, there's not enough time in this podcast to, to recap it all. It, um, so the Melbourne Grand Prix is a special one because you get to watch it at a really weird hour for us. Usually the race is on like Sunday morning. Um, but when it's when they're down under, it's uh, a 1 a.m. start. So I had to watch qualifying the night before also at 1 a.m. Right. And then the race at 1 a.m. So I'm oh, like, so you're like, your uh, whole, you're shifted right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm so off, but uh and we had a crazy busy week on top of all that. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, we saw each other quite a bit this week, actually. Dude. Yeah. If we had one more day together, my wife wanted to sit us down. <laughs> we were right on that cusp of like, does she need to rally us in and like have a chat? <laughs> Separate work and, and fight. This is getting a little out of hand. Um, yeah, let's maybe, instead of starting where we're at now, let's let's recap. Let's go to the beginning the, of the yeah, week. Yeah, beginning of the week. So what happened on Monday? Monday was- Monday uh, was our, our office, office meeting. meeting. Yeah. yeah. We had our office meeting. That's right. That was a good one. Um Shout out to Leary. He told us a little secret. Yeah. Do you remember that secret? Wait, no. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking of where we're going to eat after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he celebrated 46 years in real estate. Oh. That secret. Yeah, that's right. I don't even know if his boys know it. That's it. crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Because he kind of was like, yeah, and Loki, I've been in it for 46 years. Like, dude, that's huge. <laughs> we should like drink to that. To celebrate. Celebrate, yeah. yeah. And then we went to Slayer Burger yeah, uh, so across the street. We did. We tried Slayer Burger. Yeah. But the advice of JP, uh, we've talked about it a little bit last week, but we we physically went there. Yes. Um, what do you think? It. Yeah. Okay. I liked mine. Mind you, it was a pricier burger. Well, break down what you had. Okay. I had the Slayer burger. Yeah. Um, what was in it? Well, I, was, I got a double. It double was a patty. double patty. Yeah. yeah. And I think, um, so what I've been doing, so single patty is the go-to for me all the time. Yeah. Because too much meat, it just it's overbearing after. But when it comes to smash burgers- if it gets too smashed, you need the you need the double patty to, I, to spruce it back up. I'm sold. <laughs> You're the top negotiator. Although I did do a single patty, right? Because um, I wanted to have a little bit of variance just to see, like, since we we're both trying it, what's you know which one's which. So I think I agree with you. It was pricey. Yeah, it was pricey, and it was above average. It was good. It was a good burger. It was a yeah. good burger. Yeah. I always think though, like, did the price, did the juice justify the squeeze? Right? Did the price justify that's, the burger? That's the real question. Mm. That's the real question. Mm. I don't know. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd yeah. be back. Just next time, I'll let someone else pay for me. Yeah, <laughs> actually, you 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 covered the 
No, no, no. Actually, you did. Yeah. yeah. All right, so next, next time, time I will cover you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Monday. That was awesome. We. Um, I mean, I feel like we also should insert an apology somewhere into this podcast because episode five was zero real estate. Content. Oh, we did nothing real estate. Yeah, <laughs> but this one's like all real estate. Well, we'll dig into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, there's a lot of real estate. <laughs> it's, we're going to talk about like some big changes coming for buyers in Ontario. Yes, that's kind of the official. That's um, the theme of the podcast. The yeah. I have an alternate title though. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> alternate title. Changes bigger than Joey's biceps coming to Ontario <laughs> purchasers and sellers. What do you think of that? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Because these are big changes. Yeah, and these are big biceps. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> you hit that out of the park. That was perfect timing. <laughs> so Monday we had the office meeting. We got some really good content, which we're going to dive into in this one from that meeting. Because yes. Larry brought up some really good stuff. We'll yep. get too deep in the weeds. Tuesday, we saw each other again. Yeah, we did. Uh, Tuesday, we toured a penthouse. Yes. A, tent- a penthouse in Etobicoke. Yeah, that was Marianne and Freddie's, the Wolf Street. The Wolf Street. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they howl, but <laughs> yeah, every time you hear Wolf, you have to howl. Honestly, whenever I see their name uh, show up in my... So Molly, one of Molly's nicknames uh, somewhere is Wolf of Mall Street. No, so, that's amazing. So it's either Instagram or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and every time I see Wolf, the Wolf Street, I'm like, oh yeah, there's something. <laughs> you know, like, What's Molly doing in a penthouse? Oh, they're going to recruit her. <laughs> Once they see her sales techniques, she's, yeah, keep it close. Um, so we saw their penthouse. That was pretty. Uh, it was gorgeous. That was great. Yeah. Mariana's got this like such great personality that she could bring everyone together. hundred percent. Yeah. That was so much fun up there. Yeah. <laughs> and she had some amazing cheese. Yeah. So the spread was on point. Yeah. Yeah. She had Bombas. Bombas. And uh, Nutella filled. And I think uh, maybe pistachio, but I could be getting it wrong. And Bombas, for those that don't know, are Italian donuts. Italian donuts. Yeah. She That's had what, those. So I was hearing it be called Italian donuts. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is a. That's a new phrase I haven't <laughs> Oh, I was biting my tongue like, bomba. You mean bomba. Stop calling it Italian donut. But I was like, whatever. It's not, it's, it's all good. <laughs> um, then did the cheese spread. They had cheese boutique. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it wasn't everything from Cheese Boutique. Everything was, yeah. The yeah. Bombas and the... And I was impressed. Those were pretty good They were great Bombas, yeah. 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 Um, did you try the purple cheese? No. Oh, dude. I'm not a cheese person. I can't get on board with cheese. I'll let you describe the cheese because I... There's yeah. only... I only like... I've only had one cheese that I've enjoyed. Or it's melted. Okay. And it's on pizza or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a veal sandwich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't do well with lactose the products either and i took like lactose pills that day because i was like okay if you oh wanna- you were prepped oh yeah, yeah, yeah i came prepared um and i'm glad i did it that purple cheese was fire it was a lavender flavored cheese it was purple yeah yeah, yeah it was purple but like it tasted like what i imagine lavender would taste like i don't think i've ever eaten lavender flowers before <laughs> you know it's edible but uh that was really good um tuesday yeah tuesday was a wild day so we did that i headed out to brampton after that oh yeah i lost in a brutal bidding war we'll talk about that a little bit later yeah um, but we sold the penthouse is sold sub penthouse. Sorry, sub penthouse. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We got aspirations. We're gonna get that penthouse. <laughs> we sold the sub penthouse at thirty nine Roehampton. Sub penthouse sold first sale, first resale. Sorry, For, no facts. Yeah, that's the first resale in the building to occur. Like nothing else has sold in the building. Not the studios, one beds, two beds, but us and our three bed got her done yeah that's yeah. right yeah and that was a hard thing to market like we went all in on that yeah we did video we did the crazy open house we did the open house we had yeah. people come through um it was a tough sell 
Yeah. Um, and congrats to the buyers on that because they're yeah. going to be living uh, a luxury lifestyle up there. <laughs> oh, dude, the views from there are truly spectacular. They're incredible. Yeah, yeah, clear views, south, uh, east facing. Um, and like, the, honestly, that was Tuesday was such a weird day because I sold a two million plus penthouse and the buyer and his agent was were incredible. Yeah. Like absolutely incredible. It was so flawless. They were so easy to work with, great communications. And then that night I do a bidding war in Brampton and it was top three worst deals I've ever been a part of. <laughs> the contrast of that. Oh my God. It was so bad. Like in every, like, but I don't know. Sometimes it's just, it's not even the parties involved. It's just the way the universe works. Yeah. Like I believe that my client will get something, but we're going to get into that in a little bit. Let's, let's, let's go to Wednesday. Cause we had a fun day on Wednesday. Yeah, we did. Oh yeah. Wednesday was awesome. Happy hump day on Wednesday. Happy. It was a very happy, happy humpty day. <laughs> <laughs> Where did we go? What did we do? Uh, we went to see Alex and Will yeah. and Bobby Webster, GM of the Toronto Raptors. Big Bobby. Their, yeah. They did a live podcast and it was hilarious. Yeah. The two of that, they, the, the two of them are hilarious in their banter. They're good. Uh, it was so enjoyable just to like yeah. sit there. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent to and, watch a live podcast with some you you always you know you think about live podcasts but like no they they killed it yeah they no they're amazing man they've got like obviously incredible chemistry and they work really well together um that was at the mod club yeah have you been there before yes okay good i'm glad that's a club that you and i have crossed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay good uh we did, we actually played the mod club at one okay time. yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> it's called access and i was telling everyone meet me at access meet me if i had known it was the mod club i would have just said come to the mod I say I yeah yeah yeah. I, w- I didn't even know it was called access until we showed up at the door same yeah, yeah i'm like oh we're at the mod club <laughs> <laughs> and nothing's changed inside there they still have like the paintings on the wall it's still like yeah yeah proper it's it's done up the same yeah it's it's exactly they didn't change much I don't think no yeah yeah exactly the same you know I don't know if you caught this but um so Hongxing uh, I think Hongxing and another I can't remember I'm just gonna say Hongxing they supplied the food that night right and if it was someone else I apologize but Hongxing <laughs> is the name I remember and uh, I don't know if you were keeping track but our cocktail napkins. We had the highest stacks. Of oh, yeah, yeah. Every time somebody would come by, we'd take everything. I was like so embarrassed. I'm like, oh, I hope no one looks at our cocktail napkins. <laughs> we were like eight inches thick. Of we, actually, we took a stack, basically. <laughs> My wife was like, okay, like we could go eat after. I'm like, I know. I just can't help myself. <laughs> no, somebody's sitting there like right in front of you with a bunch of food. Yeah. yeah. You're going to take your piece. Yeah. yeah. So many people came out. So Molly, your partner was there. Yeah. Molly came through. My sister. Oh, something's going on with the mic there. My sister came, Janelle. Yeah. Shout out my sister, my wife, Adriana. Yeah. Shout out my wife. <laughs> Better do that. Um, Jason and Christina. Yeah. That's the p- two for two one, for one pizza, pizza hater. Yeah. Two for one pizza hater, which now I just, every time I hear Jason, it's associated now with two for one pizza hater. <laughs> and he calls you Joey the Strokes instead of Joey the Swan. Hey, I, okay. I, th- I thought I heard him say that. He said it, that. it was loud. It was, it was hard to hear, but yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. yeah I'm, <laughs> is he a fan of the Strokes? Um, trying to think if I've seen it with him. Yeah. He, he likes everything. He's got a good. Okay. okay. Yeah. He's right across the board. Um, Jason, Christina, yeah, no, they're super. I love them. They're the best. Yeah. Uh, uh, who else? Who, who else? Do we Andrea, Little Z. Yeah. Little Zito. Right. Or, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, he's huge. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not a little. <laughs> he, guy. He's a big, tall guy. <laughs> he was, he'll freaking maybe bench press you even. I don't think so, but <laughs> but he was there and that was good. And um, yeah, Bobby Webster. Uh, they were interviewing the GM of the Toronto Raptors. He he did some really good insight into kind of how the team works and how he runs things. Um, it was a charity event. Yes. So we graciously donated to his charity in support of um, a high school in, I believe it's in Honolulu. It's in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Might get the location wrong, but uh, 
that was good. I gave him some espresso beans. Yeah, that's right. The ba- the Toronto Living's bag right up there. Yeah, <laughs> shoot my shot. I was trying to grease the wheels, you know. Bobby, if you need some espresso, reach out. Happy to happy to show you the city. I gave him uh, what did I give him? Hosbrand beans, and I gave him the super crema. So like, when you run these beans through your machine, you're getting like thick crema on top oh, of your espresso. Yeah, yeah, yeah hope yeah. he appreciates it. Yeah. yeah, but if not, it was a cool event. We met some good people. Yeah, we did. It was an awesome time. Yeah, yeah. fun times. I was uh, there were some Red Bull people in the audience. I was trying to. <laughs> just move him a little bit. I was trying to work through, but he and dude, I shut out Ash. Ash was there, and he's like, "You want Red Bull?" He didn't even question. He's like, "You want Red Bull for your office? Done." <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to like pitch my idea to him. He's like, "You want done?" So I got to follow up with him. I was meaning to do it because Thursday we had another busy day. Yeah, we did. We ended up doing the the Sage first quarter dinner anniversary dinner. Yeah, anniversary dinner. Yeah. yeah. So anybody who joined in a, in a in a first quarter, uh, Sage held a dinner, and yeah. it was uh, man, it was it's really good to meet more people in the office like that and just like have a, a like a sit down dinner yeah. there's something about just like you all guards go away and you kind of just are able to just talk and get to know people no for sure that's why i like this company so much sage they're it's they're, have you ever heard of an award ceremony and crap like, no. no they don't do that no yeah it's not about awards it's not about like you know puffing your chest out and if you if you scan the room like i did i did not see one gucci belt yeah <laughs> Right? everyone was low key everyone was so humble and, and easy to talk to and like the age group is wild you have like from mid 20s the la- the lady you were sitting next to she was a little bit yeah yeah Molly beside me yeah Molly, 100% yeah. yeah we were talking yeah we were talking history she's been in the business also I think she said 40 years as well it's incredible yeah yeah. Uh, so it's it's yeah it's cool the diversity and like yeah and it's and it's once again it's a it's a brokerage full of non-ego oriented realtors that's the best way to put it so it's it's very just relaxed and, and uh, just good group of people yeah and Alex was there yeah, Alex was there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was the best. Did you hear about his ordering of the meal? No, no. <laughs> so we had three choices of uh, items. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get the Branzino, <laughs> not knowing it's a fish. <laughs> and then he's like, yo, what's a Branzino? I'm like, like, what type of fish is it? He's like, I ordered fish. <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> he's always so positive and upbeat. And uh, no, I really enjoyed his company that night for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found a Slovakian brother. Oh. So I'm half Slovakian, half Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we belong to St. Cyril Methodius Church. It's a Catholic church downtown. Fun real estate fact. They were the first and only, well, not only, but they were the first church in the Roman Catholic diocese to sell their church to a developer. Oh, wow. So my great-grandfather, when he came here, um, he helped raise funds to build this church. No way. Yeah. And I was the last communion to happen in the church. So like the last sacrament was myself. Holy. Yeah. So there's this, we actually, so they moved their churches to Mississauga now, right. the location of it. And we have a stained glass window with Savelle on it. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of that. That's so wicked. Yeah. My great grandfather lived to 93 years old. Holy. Yeah. So we have a Savelle um, thing. But anyways, back to real estate. The church is now a loft. They split it down the middle and there's two lofts comprising the church. Re- oh, yeah. that's really cool. There's a book on it. Yeah. It's I, that's my dream. That's Let's buy it back one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when, but one day. Um, so I met Oliver Mako and it was like wild because there's not a many Slovaks Right. In the city. Yeah. Actually, we, me and Oliver were chatting too. Yeah. 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 yeah great uh, also, guy. really nice guy. Yeah. And did you see Steve Yelenik? Yes, I did. How did he smell? <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> Dude, Steve, Le Labo, he looks like the Gronk, right? He looks like Rob Gronkowski. Um, far more intelligent in the way he speaks. The guy's a gem of knowledge and information. Oh, he's killer. Yeah. And he, I was just, I was wasting him. I didn't want to ask him, Steve, what are you wearing? <laughs> but he smelled fantastic. <laughs> No, that was good. And you enjoyed the meal? 
Oh, Mill was great. Yeah, yeah Mill was really good. We went to Aretta. Aretta yeah, on King Street. Is, yeah. Uh, no, they're on King Street. We went to the Young Street location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. We went to the Young Street. Yeah. Um, aesthetic is on point in there. Yeah. Uh, they did a really good job in that place. Yeah, I bought the steak knives. <laughs> I, I saw your Instagram. <laughs> I'm a sucker for steak knives. And uh, I've always, they've got like a little B on the top of it. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of it. It's some French um, knife maker. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> so I went to William Sonoma. <laughs> I bought it the next day. Uh, and then I went to Crate and Barrel and I saw it for like 60 bucks less. <laughs> so I returned it. Oh my God, but we're getting to it. And like this lady, God bless her soul, her name was Lynn at William Sonoma. Yeah. And she was the nicest lady and not really computer savvy. So it took us like 45 minutes to order the knives. Right. And then I realized it wasn't coming till May and I saw it at CB or Crate and Barrel for so much cheaper. cheaper. Yeah. But the best place to buy it from is Nella Cucina. It's oh. even cheaper than there. It's like 50 bucks out from Nella. <laughs> so I, I, at that point, I was exhausted. The I, comments around the table, by the way, when we were uh, discussing <laughs> it, was like, every time we go to these events, Mark, Mark just keeps commenting on the knives and how nice the knives are. <laughs> it's all in the details, man. I love a good steak knife. And that is... Uh, no, that was a gem. I liked it. So we got six steak knives. Yes, right. <laughs> so when you and Molly come over, we'll be, uh, we'll be putting them to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. And then... Uh, so that was pre- that was pretty much the week. Friday was the first day that we hadn't seen each other, right? Friday was the first day. Yeah, I felt yeah. a little lonely. And I was lonely. Yeah. yeah. And no, it wasn't the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you, man. I'm glad we're back together. Um, no, that was good. And then last night we watched the race. Uh, I was going to invite you over, but I'm like, I don't know if Joey wants to come to my house at 1 a.m. <laughs> and you don't really follow what up. What kind of party are we talking about? I was, it, well, we had, we had espresso. Uh, Age made us grilled cheese at midnight. Oh uh, yeah! Do you like oh your, man, I love grilled cheese. Oh, uh, she's a killer. She made a really good grilled cheese. Oh, I love man. When I was a kid, I used to I used to eat like a st- I used to take a <laughs> loaf of bread. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> I don't think you are. <laughs> it was story. a loaf of bread and single craft slices, just stacked and stacked and stacked. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Do you do um, cheddar cheese, or do you have like a specific cheese? Like, do you like craft oh, yeah, singles? When I was a kid, it was craft singles. Same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice and simple. Well, we're you know we're of a different caliber now. So yeah. we've got the fine. I don't know what type you're of cheese. Co- <laughs> we had some really good cheese. I don't know what type it was, but I love Mia craft singles. Yeah, che- uh, grilled cheese. Mia craft singles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way to do that's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah, you butter it up and put it in. So we had nice and simple. Yeah, we had that. I think I had some turkey sticks. Oh yeah, I like turkey sticks okay. <laughs> <laughs> from Costco. Nothing special. Yeah. That's that. But uh, no, it was great, man. We met some really good people. MK Rose was there. Um, yeah, right. Alex was there. We talked to him. Soya, I met Soya. I think what's their company called? Parkside Group. Parkside Group. Yeah. Yeah. They just joined Sage. Yeah. Um, she was really interesting. Had some good stories to tell. Um, but like, just a good mix of people. Uh, yeah. It was. It was a great time. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out everyone at the office. Yeah. Should we get into this week's sponsor? Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Radio voice? Radio voice. You or me? No, you go. I got a, I got a head cold. Okay, fine, <laughs> fine, fine. <laughs> this week's show is brought to you in part by Marianne and Freddie of Wolf Street. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't hate me for- I didn't expect that, yeah. Sure. Well, I was it's just off the cuff. So, <laughs> sponsored by Wolf, Wolf Street this week because they have a massive two-bedroom penthouse with Den- at um, Five Maybell. Five Maybell. Yeah, Tridel built. Tridel built. Huge tower. Um, I'm not going to lie, on the balcony, I had a little bit of a, 
Well, you know, just a little lightheaded here and there. <laughs> I, dude, I didn't know you were like... No, of, I'm not that bad. Yeah, but no. I, there's a piece of me that's, uh, when it hits a certain point, um, just a little dizziness kicks in. And I'm, I'm good with heights. I was like kind of just hanging off there and I, I'm like, Joe, you all right? Like, <laughs> no, I just like feeling the earth beneath me. I don't like <laughs> getting too close to the edge. Uh, the views of this place are insane. Yes. Uh, it's like, there's nothing, there's no... Uh, there's, there's Unobstructed. Re- it's completely unobstructed. Yeah. Yeah. And they face the Islington Golf Club. Yeah, that's right. So that's like pretty I, I can live with that yeah i could look at the golf course all day and maybe playing it every now and then uh, but they had super high smooth ceilings uh beautiful views to the west it was a split bedroom layout and i like that yes so the bedrooms aren't touching each other yeah and there was that one detail of the you know a lot of people kind of promote uh ceiling to floor windows yeah that's great and all but remember what i pointed out about that building? yeah that's right uh, that the, the floor to ceiling windows also uh, they tend to let, let in more uh, draft or the cold, cold air kind of comes through a little bit yeah. more so this has kind of got that to the best extent because it, it it's about three well, feet off maybe two feet off maybe the floor. two feet off the floor yeah, yeah. so you kind of got you you have a um the draft stays away yeah but you still get that full full feeling and especially the the, the ceilings must have been like 11, 11 feet 11 feet high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so you still got a huge expansive window and, yeah. and just like the views are next level yeah i gotta go back to radio voice oh sorry, sorry i no, interrupted it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> I, I kind of lost it myself but uh the well-appointed kitchen comes with a massive island and space for your separate dining room Huge primary bedroom with walk-in closet, ensuite bathroom, and two two parking spots. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is wired for electric vehicle charging devices. <laughs> Incredible! Thank man. you. Sound effects and everything. Were those gunshots? Was it, or no, was it just more like laser a- beams? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the well equipped. Equipped building has an amazing concierge, indoor pool, and lots of visitor, visitor, visitor parking. <laughs> Worried about quality? Relax. It's tried out. Priced at nine ninety nine ninety. No, I, I oh. <laughs> <laughs> with numbers. Oh man, priced at nine hundred and ninety nine. Wow, it's priced under a million. <laughs> Set up for a bidding war. It's the perfect, truly perfect for someone who's downsizing. Yes. If you're coming from a house and you still want some space, you want that privacy, this was a really sweet unit. And I hope they sell it because they did a really good job. It was staged very well. Yeah. And no nonsense layout. Shout out to the photos as well. Yeah. Those photos came out crazy good. I think so. They hit it at the perfect time of day. It's got all the all the, the sunlight hitting it. Natural light. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 So if you're looking to get an alternative to a house and you want to have... An affordable option, kind of rated right blue in Islington. Contact Joey the Swan. Joey the Swan. <laughs> Was that a little sound effect at the end? Yeah, yeah. Joey Swan. What is this? Oh, echo. Yeah, a reverb. Yeah, no, it's an echo. You echo. Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> what sound does a swan make? Uh, hold on a second. Ho ho. Ho ho. You sounded so intelligent. <laughs> Joey, the swan, swan, swan. swan. (laughs) (laughs) We got to work on that. (laughs) But shout outs, Mariana and Freddie for sponsoring us. They didn't pay us anything except for bombas and cheese. Yeah. yeah. And I'm all right with that. I'm okay with it too. (laughs) (laughs) Keep inviting us to your open houses. We had a really good time. We had some awesome people. The stage was great. She was really uh, educational. Oh yeah. I can't remember where she was from. Yeah. Yeah. She was good. 
Um, all right. Well, that's 20 minutes of our week. Yes. Why don't we get into the show? Let's get into the show. All right, Joey. Show us those big biceps and what's coming to the market. <laughs> so this show, we are talking, uh, we're getting into the changes for the buyers and sellers, actually in the, in the sellers as well. But there's big changes coming for the buyers I wanted to touch on first, uh, which is the release of the a, uh, FHSA. Ooh, that's the, a mouthful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is a mouthful. Yeah. Say it with sound effect. <laughs> F-F-F-H-H-H-S-S-S-A-A-A. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, so, yes, the FHSA is the first time uh, home buyer savings account. There you go. This, um, what you might ask, what it is, yeah. it is a new tax sheltered account that the government's coming out with to basically help uh, with first time home buyers. Um, it assists in their first time purchase. Yeah. To so save up more money. Yeah. Uh, it's, earn, earn interest. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you can earn interest. You can, um, you know, it's, it's tax shelter. So basically the, the best way that it's been described is we're familiar with the THFA, uh, TFH. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> tax free savings account. Tax free savings account. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Everyone can have one of those yes. over the age of 18. That's right. Yeah. And how does that, the tax free savings? Yeah. Tax free. So basically you can, you can um, put money into it and then any investment that you make, whether it be stocks, bonds or uh, GICs, whatever the case is, you can let the money grow within that account and it becomes tax free once it's in there and growing within that account. So the interest you earn, you don't have to pay taxes on. Exactly. Perfect. Um, now <clears throat> there's also the RRSP, yeah. which has been out for a while. Now the RRSP, well, the nice thing about it is that it's tax deductible. Mm. So it, once you put your contribution into the RRSP, you actually can deduct your income um, and lower your tax bracket that way yeah. um, for whatever the limits that they allow you to use. Um, the, now the problem with the RRSP, one of them is uh, they, well, two, two things. One, you have to pay it back. Yeah. Within two years, you, you have to start replenishing that. So let me jump in. So what you're saying is if you use your RRSP to purchase a home, there are some restrictions and some rules that you have to follow. That's right. Right. Because as a first time home buyer, you can use your RSP towards your purchase. That's right. Okay. But you have to, yeah, exactly. You have to follow the, um, the specific kind of set of rules that they've set out for you. Yeah. Uh, I, I bought my first home using your RSP. Yeah. And how, so now the payback is, uh, <sighs> I think I pay back. So I used at the time, the amount I could take out was 25,000. Right. Towards the purchase of my first house. And I had to pay it back over 15 years, I believe. Right. And it works out to like 16, $1,666 a year. Right. And if I don't pay it back, I have to pay a tax penalty on it. That's exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, now that's, that's the issue. That's the main issue uh, with it. With using that program. With using that program. Okay. So this one's better. Yeah. So this is kind of the nice thing about uh, the, the FHSA. Uh, it kind of is the best of both worlds. Okay. So for one, you you have let's let's start with the contribution limit. Okay. So you're allowed over a lifetime to put a, a max of forty thousand dollars into this account. Okay. Um, it's tax uh, sorry tax deductible, so you can deduct it from your income tax um, in the in the year that you've contributed. You can only put in eight thousand dollars per year. Okay. At max. And deduct that from your taxes. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so you can. Not bad. Yeah, so it's tax deductible on the way in. Mm. Once it's in there, you can also uh, save on taxes with any interest that you accumulate on it as well. So, so you can invest that money exactly. in the market and and not pay any taxes on your gains that you have within that account. Nice. Well, let me just jump in. So I I see why it's a bit of a mind bender. Yeah. Because I didn't know this. You're you're literally telling me something that I wasn't fully aware of that it helps you reduce your taxes if you invest in the program, but also helps you earn money from the investment you put that, the vehicle you put that investment in. Yes. Okay. 
And so, yeah, restrictions, because I do have some questions about that then. Yeah. Do you have to be of a certain age? Yes. Okay. So 18 years old. Okay. You have to be. Um, there's a couple of things that there's a couple of qualifying factors. Mm. You have to be 18 years old. You have to be, um, uh, you have to buy the home in Canada. Okay. Uh, it can't, you can't be an investment property either. It needs to actually be your primary, primary residence. Mm. You have to plan to move in within, uh, within 12 months after the purchase is made. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can't defer. No, not that many people would, but okay. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, maybe they're trying to prevent, like, if you're doing renovations, you can't, you know, you say you're buying this house and then you renovate it and then you flip it or something like that. Yeah. That, okay. I Pre- get it. Prevents a little, yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, th- that's kind of, I mean, just to kind of cover the, the surface stuff, that's, that's you or your spouse can't, um, have owned a home in the past. Ah, interesting. Uh, and I believe if I'm not mistaken, it's you, you can have owned a home in the last four years. Yeah. The, um, uh, which program is it? I think the land transfer tax has a similar, uh, rebate has a similar type of rule. Like if a certain amount of time passes, you are still eligible for the program. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, interesting about the spouse thing, because that's something me and the wife ran into a potential pitfall of, we weren't married yet, but she had never owned a property before. Right. So it sounds like a similar type of methodology applies. I heard some people kind of knocking it like, oh, like this isn't going to do much. No, it's not a home run. No, it's a, it's, you know what it's, and I, I was thinking about this too, because yeah. yeah, this isn't the solution. It's not. It's just, it's a nice little piece that now we have an addition of to you. This is a tool we can yeah, use now. I agree. Um, and for somebody who hasn't purchased yet, this will make it easier because yeah, yeah you can, you can save money on taxes until you've created those savings. Yeah. You can, uh, and you can use that. That's, that's very useful money that could be you know, like given to the government right away. I'm a big believer of like little drops overfill buckets. Yeah. So like, it doesn't matter how much you make. I tell my sister and you know, the younger generation all the time, even if you could put aside 10 bucks a paycheck, it will add up over time yeah. because you get into that habit of putting some money aside. And that's where I think the, the real meat and potatoes of these programs are, is they're really good for creating savings habits. Yes. Right. So even if you can't afford 8,000 a year to put into it and it's a thousand bucks, it's something better than nothing. Yeah. hundred percent. Right? It's, it's not a Gucci belt. I hate Gucci belts, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I like savings and I like that this is another tool that first time buyers can use. Yes. A hundred percent. And the nice thing about it too is, okay, so this, this account has a 15 year span. Mm. It is a 15 year life cycle. So once you open it up, you have 15 years to buy yourself the first house. Okay. If for whatever reason within that 15 years, you actually don't buy that house, mm. um, that money actually just can get rolled over into your RRSP. Interesting. Yeah, and it doesn't touch your um, it doesn't touch your your limits contribution your, limits. your contribution limits on your nice. RSP. It actually mm. just rolls as a little topper, so you don't you don't lose it. It's not something that disappears, but okay. um, yeah, something to just I guess n- be knowledgeable about. Yeah, and when did this take effect? Uh, so this took effect in uh, on April first. April first. It just yeah. took effect. Yeah. Yeah. I saw. I think it was Quest Trade. Um, it was one of those type of companies. Uh, they've already are pushing out promotion to try and allow people to set up that account and start saving into it. I think that's good. Yeah. Hopefully the big banks follow up with uh, some type of program to kind of motivate you to start using it. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like you can sit here and complain all day that housing is unaffordable. It is. I get it. And it probably always will be. Yeah. I don't think any government will ever fix housing affordability. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. But tools like these are nice little, what's the word I'm looking for? They're like nice little accessories to have in the belt to help you get to your dream goal. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I'm glad you kind of dove into this one because you're kind of the home buyer specialist. You work with a lot of first timers, especially, and this is something when we do our meetings that we're going to be educating anyone that works with us is here's another thing that you can use towards that. Yeah. 
Oh, it's 8,000 a year. I was wondering, like, because I know with the RSP, sometimes you could put a one big lump sum, but it's got to sit there for 90 days before you can use it. Yeah, that's right. So I know with, um, it's, it's 8,000 a year. If you miss a year or if you under, con- um, contribute, contribute for, for one year, you can actually use that as the next, it, it, it'll even out. It carries over. Yeah, it carries over. Oh, that's good. So yeah. yeah. And like, you never know, like some years you might, you know, you could change your job completely in, what is it? 15 years you can do this program. Yeah. 15 years. Right. So if you get a bonus one year and you've, you've got a gap of 20 K in that account, why not put it in? It's, you know, and you know, what's interesting though, this is where I think a little bit more education is needed. I know several people who have tax-free savings accounts that aren't invested in any type of investment vehicle. Yeah. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I maxed out my whatever. I don't even know if he maxed out, but he's like, oh, I've used my tax-free savings account. I'm like, what do you, what, what do you invest it in? Cash. <laughs> oh, man. So listen, if you're going to use this program, make sure you put it into an investment. I wouldn't go super risky. Like don't put it in a one-off Tesla stock or like a one-off company. Yeah. Look at an ETF. Um, I'm a big fan of the S&P 500. It's a nice safer ish. That's it. Yeah. yeah you so don't, you're not like, you don't need it to double in a year. You just need it to, you just need it to make you something to grow a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's a good point. You shouldn't be in a super aggressive investment. If you were using this program, it should be just something that, um, grows safely every year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah. That's good. And thank you for doing that. You, you really, cause I heard it and I'm like, oh, Joey, <laughs> figure this out, man. <laughs> I've got so much going on in my life right now. I'm like, oh, it's just, just, and you did a really good job. I appreciate that. Yeah, and so absolutely. if anyone is working with us, we're going to explain it in more detail once we sit down and we do our, our buyer one-on-ones. And as Joey just demonstrated, the, oh, I've tried to do your sound. Oh, oh. <laughs> is that it? That's pretty good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's like, like oh, almost super Mario-esque, you know? <laughs> Well, Joey and I'm not going to do the sound effects one, um, sits down with you. He's going to go into more detail and we'll we'll go over the land transfer tax savings, your first time home buyer, how to use the RSP contributions. Yes. I'm really good at how to ask mom and dad for money. (laughs) (laughs) They never give me any, so I don't know, maybe I'm not so good at it, but there's a lot of creative ways you can kind of work towards getting up a down payment. And like for me, when I bought my first house, I put down 5% and I paid the CMHC fee. It was just like, let me get in the market and I'll figure the rest out later. So we're happy to share our experiences and educate you on what tools are out there and available. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. Um, so should we talk about should we talk about the next big change that's coming to the service? Yeah, let's do that. Um, it's not as big as Joy's biceps, but it's <laughs> as tumultuous as my triceps. <laughs> 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 I got small triceps. But this is a big change. This is big. So let me maybe tie it into uh, Tuesday night. We were out in Brampton. This is kind of a heat check and, and a good segue into what I'm going to talk about. Um, it was a, a house that we saw. It was a great house, good fit for my client. And uh, they had held off for a bidding war. Yep. And so this is Brampton. Under a million dollars, five people came to the table. We were one of five people. And we were very well prepared. We had a deposit check. We, My client gave a very generous amount, which I think was you know really pushing market value. Um, but she was comfortable. She knew she could make the payments. So I said, sure. Let's, let's go for it. And all that, we still lost. We still lost. We don't know what the price is. Right. The place is sold conditional, which is odd in a bidding war. They still had a seven-day condition. Oh, wow. Accept, okay. Right? And I guess what I'm saying with all this is, look, I, no, no, the agent did his best. We did our best. Just sometimes it doesn't work, right? But you're still left with this grimy feeling. Nobody likes bidding wars. I've not been with any client who's lost a house and like, oh, that was fun, <laughs> right? Everyone's always mad and, and, and pissed off. And I think part of the reason is the way bidding wars are currently structured in Ontario is it's a blind 
bid. Yeah. So you don't know if your offer is in fact the best offer. You are sometimes blindly throwing money at the table hoping to win. Yeah. And you and I were involved in that. And like, I'm, as a listing agent, I don't like being on that side either. Yeah. Because I'm limited to what I can tell the buyer's agent of what it's going to take to win the bid. Yes. But that's changing. Yes, it is. Yeah, there's some big changes. And and uh, yeah, sorry, to add one more piece to Shoot, that as yeah. well for, for the exhaustion of it. Because yeah. even if you do end up victorious and you do win the bidding war, there's always something in the back of your head that says, how much did I overpay for yeah, that property? A hundred percent. You're never leaving like, oh yeah, we just, you know, we just edged out the next guy. It's always us eating at you. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it could have that, you can have that buyer's remorse. And like, of. let's talk about what we're selling. We're selling shelter. Yeah. This is a place where you're going to live, start a family, meet your best friend. Um, you know, a home is such an important thing and much more than just, uh-oh. Oh. I think my, oh, my headset made some sound. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Always technical difficulties. What did I say? I was so involved in that I know. thought too. Oh, a home is such an important thing. Yes, it and is it, shelter. Shelter, yeah. yeah. And that's something my dad always instilled with me. Is like, you know, if you've got a, a roof over your head, food on your plate, and clothes on your back, you're living a good life. And I always remember that when I'm helping people buy homes. Like, I'm helping them with shelter, one of the most essential things that people need in life. And when you're left with that feeling of like, did I just pay a stupid sum of money for this house that I'm going to be... You're going to have 10 years of regret. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's natural. So... All that aside, what's happening? And this is pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, it's pretty large. This is like a huge news uh, yeah. that's coming to the table. And right it's now. not really making the rounds in the media. No, which is surprising. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Yeah, okay. They're opening up the bids. Yes. It's no longer going to be just a blind bid system. Yes. So currently, and this is getting in the weeds a bit, we as realtors are bound by this thing called REBA, the Real Estate uh, Business and Brokers Act. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's a mouthful. <laughs> and they're changing it to the... Tress is the app. Tressa. Yeah. Tra oh, Tressa. Yeah. Me Trust in Real Estate Service Act. Yes. Um, so basically they're up, they're, they're, they're reinventing now. It's like upgrading. It's like updating. Updating. That's yeah. over. Thank you. I didn't sleep last night. You know this. I watched that <laughs> one way too early in the morning. They're updating the rules in which us realtors have to abide by. And this is a really good change that's coming. We don't know when it's happening. It was supposed to take place April 7th. Right. Uh, 2023, depending on when you're listening to this amazing podcast. <laughs> um, but they're now expanding that. Yes. They're, they're pushing back the, the start. But anyways, what you have to prepare yourself and what's coming is um, as a seller, you can now decide if you want to do a blind or open yeah. bidding process. Yeah. And I would advocate for my sellers to do the open process. Because if you are working with a buyer, don't you think you're going to be like, well, would you rather blindly pay for a house or openly pay for a house, right? Like, I I feel like the buyers would want to partake more in a home that's selling in a transparent process. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to encourage my my sellers to try and um, use that approach instead of a closed one because it's like, all right, we're listed at nine ninety nine 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 nine. Yeah. What's your offer? One one. Mine's one one fifty. Can you beat it? No. Cool. You know you gave your best. I know I got the best out of the five people that came to the table, and yeah. everyone leaves like oh, well, at least we tried. Whereas in the blind system is, did I lose by 10K? Yeah. 100K? 250K? We don't know. Yeah. So I think this is going to be something that I definitely am open to. It's it's going to be really interesting. Uh, my Now, my thoughts are immediately like, do you think this is going to have an impact on actual price? No. Um, or do you think this is just more transparency to... Uh, to the real estate market and, and the way that we handle things. Yeah, I'm team no on that, 100%. And I know there's there's competing ideas. Like even some respectable brokers out there, they're like, oh, this is terrible. We should be keeping it closed. And I'm yeah. like, who does that? Like, 
So, okay, I have two schools of thought on okay. this. One of them is, yes, we've, time and time again, more transparency is better. Exactly. It, it's, 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 we, everyone's scared of it. Everyone thinks that it's the wrong thing to do. And then it happens. And then it's like, oh, look, it's working. It, yep. It's fine. Yep. Um, do, okay. And that, and this is my internal thoughts right now, because when I think about, um, a, an open auction process pretty much yeah. of how much can you pay, how much can you pay? Do you, you know, is that going to lead to ego paying? And is that going to lead to, well, I don't want to lose by $5,000. Like I'll just put another extra 10 and then, and then it kind of keeps climbing the ladder that way in terms of getting, uh, getting a price point to a spot where it maybe wouldn't have because blind bidders don't want to compete against themselves. They'll, they'll turn off after a certain point and just mm. say, I'm done playing games. Yeah. Whereas if it's open bid, um, you can potentially see that and, and just say, I'm almost there. Let me just, let me just push. Let me just push. I think this is, are you wearing two headphones? I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, I'm, I'm ultra audio man today. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so you just, I lost my thought. I'm like, he's wearing two headphones. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I, I don't think that, so this is the value of a good a- agent, right? Because, and I've talked to a lot of people out of paying what I thought was a stupid number. Ultimately, the buyer has the final say. If they want to offer yes. a number that me as a realtor I'm uncomfortable with, they can do that and I have to support them. But our role in our job and something we do quite well is tell them like, hey, we're already X amount over the area average. Yep. Know that these risks comes with it. And like if somebody has a 50% down payment, yeah, no problem. You've got a lot more flexibility in the way financing will approve you. But if you're like 20% or less, it's our job and responsibility to be like, if you like the house, go for it. However, you could have some potential pitfalls down the road in qualifying. Right. So I think as long as you're working with an agent who is conscious enough to, to remind you of that. Um, I don't think people are going to stupidly go to a number they're not comfortable with. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's where the swan's got to come in and flex those muscles. That's right. yeah. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> For the French speaking audience out there, that meant stop. <laughs> For those who don't speak French. Um, no, that's where I think the value of a good agent can come in and be like, look, I think you're kind of overpaying here or like, it's okay. You can go there. And if you're comfortable with that number, then you should be able to get the house. But like, just to get into what happened Tuesday night, we were verbally told we won the house. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was. That's sticky. That's sticky. You don't. And I, I, I told the agent, I was very upset the night of the next day we calmed down. We had a good chat about it. And I said, like, just be careful what you tell the other side, because you put yourself in a position where I told my client we won it. And I, I prefaced it with, until we have it in writing, don't pop any champagne, yeah. but all indications are it's ours. And then to still not get it in the end, it was a really uncomfortable feeling for me. Yeah. But I did promise her we're going to find her something better and possibly cheaper. That's it. Yeah. That's my word. We're going to do that. But um, if it was transparent and open, my client could have been like, couldn't have done that. Right. That wouldn't have happened. That would have happened. And my client would have been like, oh, well, I gave my absolute best number that I was comfortable paying. And even if someone bet me by $5,000, that's okay. Yeah. Because I can see that. Now it's like seven days of, well, what what did we lose out on? Right. What was the price, right? So I'm a big proponent of letting it uh, open up. As I said in a previous podcast, they're doing it in Australia. Well, that's the thing is it already does exist. It does exist. Yeah. We're not inventing the wheel here. So, and and that's the thing is uh, realistically, like you said, I, what I do think is that once again, I still stick by this is more transparency, the better. Agreed. I, 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 it's, it's a thing that you think, and you can think all these terrible thoughts, but it's true. Like once it opens up, people understand. And if you have a, an agent that's able to tell you where the market value is yep. uh, and what you're willing to do with it, like really it's the, when a buyer is going to make the choice, whether or not he's going to pay, pay more, that, pay that price. Yeah. Yeah. So like really at the end of the day, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't see it changing 
a whole lot. No, it's not going to impact the overall average price. It's not going to make houses more affordable. It's not going to make sellers get less money. It's just going to give the confidence in our industry and in the process of buying shelter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like we're not talking about buying shoes here, right? The shoe (laughs) buying process from a Nike app is far more transparent and comfortable than it is to purchase housing in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. So I welcome this change. I think the, oh, this is a mouthful, the FHSA. Yeah. (laughs) First, what the heck does it stand for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First first home home savings savings account. account. That, like, they should have done it. It's a whole lot, yeah. <laughs> yeah they should have done a focus group on that name. <laughs> Could have come with something a hell of a lot better. Uh, but these are two changes that I think are going to affect the way we do business. They're yeah. going to affect the way people buy and sell. And both changes, I think we could stand behind. 100%. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I like that. Any shout outs? Uh, who shout out? Who Who are we shouting out? We did... Um, Larry Sage, 46 years in the business. Yep. Steve Yelenix smells fantastic. Smells fantastic. Follow him on Instagram. He listened to our podcast. <laughs> he was like, yo, I'm like, he actually listened. Yeah, yeah. That was amazing. Uh, Mariana and Freddie. Yeah. <laughs> Joey the Swan. That was an owl. That was an owl. It was a mid laugh. It was a mid laugh. Okay. <laughs> I respect that. Um, Alex, Will, Bobby Webster. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. The Raptors organization. Anyone you got? Um, Slayer Burger. Slayer Burger. Slayer Burger. Shannon Slayer Burger. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, I went to uh, Outpost Coffee. Oh, yeah. Uh, Outpost Coffee Roasters on Bloor Street, Bloor, we're, Bloor and Dundas. We're pushing 45 minutes, but tell me about that. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. It was like, so I, I I was in the area and I was just like, I, was, I need something like, give me like a, give me like a, just a, uh, this is, it's a known coffee roaster. Yeah. Um, but the first time I had it, you need to pick me up. You want yeah, a nice, yeah, it was yeah. like, it would, and it was like the second the flavor, uh, hit, I was, I was sold. You're jacked. Yeah, it was sold. I'm not a coffee connoisseur. We're like, getting you like there. Mr. No, 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 no. We're going to get you there. But oh my God. Yeah. The flavor was just like, it was, it, it wasn't harsh. Um, the caffeine pickup was like, it wasn't overly yeah. kicked. It wasn't like, um, jittery, jittery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was just, yeah, hugely flavorful. A nice inclination. Yeah. Good buildup. Yeah. Outpost. I think I had it. Um, I feel like they're in one of the bank buildings downtown. Uh, possibly maybe, maybe that I know the, the, the beans are, Oh, the beans, right? No, the I think they have sense. a, they, they have a, a storefront and I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. It's good. You liked it. Solid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I went to a coffee shop today, right across from the office called plenty. Oh, right. Yeah. They had Rafino beans. I've never heard of them before. Rufino beans. Yeah. I asked the lady, I'm like, what are these beans? Like, she's like, not hipster Italian. I'm like, Oh, you speaking my language. <laughs> and it was really good. Plenty. Plenty. Yeah, plenty. It's so right across from our office, there's Cobb's Bakery. Yeah. We had Cobb's uh, ham and cheese <laughs> croissants. <Yeah>. Fantastic. <laughs> but they don't have a coffee machine there. So we went next door, had the coffee there, and it was the really good breakfast. All right. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a nice way. That's a nice way to kick things off. All right. Episode six. Episode six. Video uh, in a new way. Questionable. Questionable. <laughs> We're going to see what this we'll looks like. We'll see what it looks like after. <laughs> yeah. We got to step our game up. But thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, if you are a first time home buyer, Joey's your man. You truly are. You're going to. Appreciate it. Take care of some people. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, give us a call. Uh, give me a DM, Joey underscore Toronto Livings. Love it. Uh, is my Instagram. Uh, you can email me at joey at uh, torontolivings.com. Beauty. Call Joey. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thanks, man. All right. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Toronto Livings Real Estate Podcast. You could find more information on how we work over at torontolivingswithans.com. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter to get price reports from over 150 different neighborhoods in the city each and every month. If you got any value, please like, subscribe, and share with your friends. And if you made it this far, thanks for listening.